Hello and welcome to brand new episode on Pintrek. The topic of today's podcast is RBI following the Fed on the QE path. Before we get into how and why RBI is following the US Central Bank at the Federal Reserve on the QE path, first let's try and understand how QE quantitative easing first came into place post the global financial crisis in 2008. In July 2007, investment bank Bear Stearns announced that a couple of its hedge funds had gone bust. These funds were primarily investing in derivative securities with home mortgages as their underlying. It was later revealed that the underlying for these derivatives were actually a web of complex financially engineered instruments where actual underlying securities was of very poor credit quality this was the first time when subprime entered the popular market jargon which essentially meant that though the financial instrument is rated of investment grade the actual security underlying that derivative is of a substandard quality The market briefly took note of this event correcting sharply however the event was soon forgotten as a stand alone instance that could not have impacted the overall markets in the subsequent months we witnessed one of the sharpest bear market global rallies in hindsight we can say that it was one of the sharpest bear market rallies but the market actually went up 50 to 60% during that period from july 2007 to january 2008 but in january 2008 it was realized that gears turn was just a tip of the iceberg the malaise of subprime was all pervasive and had impacted trillion of dollars in derivative instruments what started with gears turn soon engulfed the entire world many large banks and hedge funds were found to be invested with this termite not only banks it has hollowed out the finances of many sovereign governments like portugal iceland italy greece and spain also popularly known as pigs what followed was total chaos the global market froze trade and commerce was hit as banking channels were shut and credit were frozen the giants like aig city bank federal national mortgage association known as fedimai and fredimac they all came to the brink of disaster some of the top us investment banks like lehman brothers countrywide and merrill lynch could not survive to mitigate this disaster the central banks and governments devised some innovative monetary policies commonly known as MMT or modern monetary theory under these large central banks started an unprecedented quantitative easing also known as QE program this is nothing but in short form for printing new money and buying stressed assets with that money to support the market from collapsing US treasury also unveiled a 800 billion dollars tarp troubled asset relief program under which it financed the stressed lenders by infusing equity or extending liberal credit the tarp was unbounded in 2014 after the 2013 taper tantrum episode 
with the used treasury actually earning some money out of this whole process. The TUI program has been extremely successful in at least one of its stated objectives, that is ensuring financial stability. The sovereign default crisis in peripheral Europe was totally averted. Global markets reopened immediately and credit flow restored. The asset prices were not only normalized, but exceeded their fair value in a couple of years. The other objective of faster sustainable growth is however yet to be achieved. The central banks, primarily the Fed, the European Central Bank, Bank of England and Bank of Japan, however, have continued with their QE program, though the extent of printing money has been tapered. To mitigate the impact of the recent coronavirus pandemic, the central banks have again started to expand their balance sheets or print money by QE. Now, back home in 2008, RBI had resisted any QE in the wake of global financial crisis. The stimulus given by the government of India was also very limited, as Indian economy was not directly impacted by the crisis. None of our institutions were meaningfully involved in global Ponzi schemes of subprime mortgages and credit default swaps. Overseas branches of few banks lost some money in power forex contracts and underwriting subprime papers, but nothing to threaten their existence or impact the domestic financial system meaningfully. Now cut to 2021. The economic crisis due to the COVID pandemic is very different. It has directly impacted our economy and financial system. Besides, the Indian financial system was also struggling with the lingering impact of the credit defaults of ILFS and various NBFCs when coronavirus pandemic hit us in 2020. RBI therefore has to step in along with the central government. While the central government has done multiple tranches of fiscal stimulus, RBI on its part has started its own version of the QE program with the hindsight gained from the global experience of the past one decade. Through this program, it has successfully managed to keep bonds and currency markets stable, supporting the government's expanded borrowing program, improving the CAD and comforting the foreign investors who could be panicked if an INR exchange rates fluctuated widely. The collateral benefits of RBS QE program to the government has been a huge interim dividend of almost 911 billion rupees for FY21. The RBI would have made huge profit in trading of these government bonds via various schemes like LTRO's operation twist, etc. Under these operations, it buys bonds of shorter maturities and sells bonds of longer maturities. They also have, would have made profit while trading of USD INR by selling the spot USD and buying longer term swaps or the other way around. Given that RBI usually buys these assets under some stress, either bond stress or currency stress, they have the ability to print money and does not need to bother about the M2M losses on its positions temporarily. The chances of it losing money on its trades are very remote. It is therefore reasonable to assume that RBI shall continue 
and may even increase this trading activities in the years to come. It is too easy and lucrative a source of income and managing markets to give up easily. This is what Fed has done for years. Hence, as a conclusion, I will not be surprised to see that the finance ministry will provide higher dividend from RBI in the years to come in the budget estimates. We will also see senior bankers with the rich experience in managing treasuries pinging at the heel of RBI and actually managing all these processes. So in our opinion, RBI has just started this QE and they are going to keep on doing it, providing the liquidity in the markets till the financial stability is achieved and the effect of coronavirus pandemic is completely out of the system in the economic sense. Thank you for listening.